The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Empower Radio presents The Miracle of Healing with Lisa Campion. Meet healers, learn different modalities, and hear empowering stories of people on their healing journey. The Miracle of Healing on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Lisa Campion. Hi, I'm Lisa Campion, and this is The Miracle of Healing on Empower Radio. We come together every week to discuss all different types of healings and different healing modalities. And that's something the world needs a lot of these days, maybe now more than ever. And if you're new to my show, I just want to give you a big welcome and thank you for joining us today. And if you've been journeying with us for a while, then welcome back. I'm so, so, so thrilled to have today's a guest, my, um, my fellow Empower Radio Show host, Jane Asher. And she has a fantastic show right here on Power Radio called The Next Room. And we're here to talk about her book of the same name, The Next Room. This story blew me away. And it's an incredible story that really um, transcends time and space about the relationship of a mother and daughter that grew actually even stronger and deeper after death. So Jane spoke with her mother through um, using a psychic medium, they co-wrote this book that is filled with all this incredible wisdom from what it's like to be on the other side. And it's so touching and so heartfelt. So welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're wow. with us today, Jane. That is, that's beautiful. Thank you so much, Lisa. It's um, absolutely a pleasure to be on your show. I really appreciate it. I mean, it's just, uh, I don't know, it just feels so interesting to be on the other side of things right now you know, and to have people want to interview me. So I'm very, very grateful because well, I'm used to being the one that's asking the questions. I know, me too. And um, and I've been on your show as a guest. So I I, we're just trading, um, trading uh, places right now. And I, I just think this is a fascinating book that you did, Jane. That's quite, um, quite a remarkable idea that you, you had this idea. I know that it was very uh, significant for you, the passing of your mother and sort of was this massive, you know, uh, like a, you know, point in your life that changed everything, like this transcendent experience that, um, you know, ushered in a new phase of your life. And, um, and, and so why don't you talk a little bit about that? Like what, what happened there and, and how did you get this idea of writing a book with your mother? Yeah, uh, boy, it just morphed and changed it over the years. I kind of always wanted to write a book with my mom. She was a great writer. Um, and we would talk extensively when she was on this side, 
and um, kind of joke around a little bit about it. And when she crossed over, I was devastated. I was like, what is going on? How am I going to go through this life without this incredible human being who um, I just had such a bond with her and still do, obviously. But so the idea started that I, at first I was going to write this story sort of like the, you know, I see dead people. And, and it felt more of a fiction piece where you wouldn't know she was in the next room. And, and then it just felt a little bit too precious. And, um, and then finally, uh, flash forward, my sister, who's now on the other side, she gave me this lightning bolt of, of inspiration to contact my friend Pam, who's a psychic medium and ask Pam to help me translate messages from my mom. And so that's kind of how it all got started. It was like, oh my gosh, I love that idea. I mean, literally having, because my mother had been in contact with us shortly after she crossed, because um, I had set up sessions for my dad so that, you know, because he was so despondent and he just needed comfort. He needed to know she was alive and well, not alive, but on the other side, just waiting for him somewhere for this interim of time until he could, you know, meet up with her again. Mm -hmm. So it gave him great comfort. And that's kind of how it all got started, where my dad was doing sessions with Pam. And then um, I asked her if she would be so kind as to translate for me. And so she said, absolutely. You know, what do you have in mind? And I said, well, I have a bunch of questions. And so we would set up sessions where my mother would visit Pam come through and I would start asking my mom these questions and my mother just came through with such astonishing clarity and would answer everything and I have all the sessions recorded so then I had to transcribe everything which was really difficult but um, you know I just sat there and transcribed away and then the story kept evolving to where my mother eventually said to Pam um no offense, Pam, but Jane does not need you to do this story, to, to bring it home, so to speak. She can connect with me. She has been connecting with me. She talks to me every day. She can hear me and she can channel the rest of this information that I'm going to give her. And Pam was like, no offense, Betty. And then that's what brought us to part four because the book's in you know, four parts. And I only had three parts. I only had through you know, Pam and mom and myself. And then my mother said, I said, I'm, you know, I checked in with Pam to say, hey, you know, I just need to check with mom and see if she likes what I've written thus far of our story, part one, part two, part three. And Pam says, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, Betty, all right. Your mother says there's gonna be a prologue, an epilogue, and a part four. And that's, it blew me away because I'm like, part four, what? I mean, I thought the end was part three, me, Pam, and mom. and and there it was. And so that's when I really, I opened up and she started coming through and I couldn't believe it myself because at the end of the day, I mean, I'm, I'm out here in my studio sobbing, I'm writing, I'm sobbing, I'm hearing all this stuff and I'm just getting it down, writing and writing, writing. And then I'd read it back and I'm like, it's not me. That was not me. That was not me. It was my mother. So wow. That's kind of how it all happened. I mean, it's still kind of to this day when I pick the book up and I read part four, I'm still like, I'm like, wow, mom, that's good. You know, I'm, I'm so grateful. And I just can't even believe that 
she is giving us this gift, you know, this, this comfort and hope and just amazing. My dog just said, hmm, yeah, you'd be good. <laughs> wow, Jane, that's, that's such an incredible story. And, you know, I've been, I've been working as a psychic since I was 19 myself, and I teach psychic developments a lot of what I do these days. And I found so many people going through sort of sudden psychic openings like you did after the death of a loved one. You know, yeah. so um, so that can be like a, a doorway that really opens um, our own natural psychic gifts. And our, our, it sounds like you were talking like as you were talking, like that's not something you ever expected to do. Did you identify yourself as a psychic or never before that? No, no, I still don't. I, I I know I'm in you know, I know I have a lot of intuition. There's no doubt about it. But I would never say oh, I'm psychic, come here, sit down and let me tell you about you. Um, I just, I love communicating with those that, that have gone beyond. I always have. Ever since I was a little girl, I have kind of, I would study um, things like that. I liked anything that was bizarre or different. I loved um, Alfred Hitchcock. I loved Agatha Christie, um, Harriet the Spy, you know, anything mystical or different. And my mother fed that passion. You know, she put books in my hands and she just, she kind of honored my, I would call it strange. She would say unique um, and, you know, never judged me for it. She just was always like, go for it. You know, I was a very curious kid. And so I was very open. Um, but honestly, I, I, I don't consider myself psychic. I just feel like because of the connection I have with my mom, um, and she knows how important it is for me to help people, I guess. Um, and that is the full intention. I mean, I wrote out a, a absolute manifesto of an intention for what this book could and should help people do. And it is about healing and it's about hope and about knowing that our loved ones just change forms. They're they're forever available. They're right here. They're all in the room with me right now. I invited everybody to the party. I'm looking up because I have this shelf of everyone that has crossed. And uh, I talk to the gang every day and just say, come on, let's go. So, And Jane, you had this radio show called The Next Room now, yes. which is really all about death, dying, grief, and these kinds of yes. topics. Did that, did that, you had the, you've had your radio show for a long time. I know you have. Was that before your mother died that you had the show? No, no, not at all. As a matter of fact, um, I didn't have a podcast. I, I was on terrestrial radio. I was, I was like throwing down pink songs, you know? I mean, I was a DJ <laughs> on a popular radio station here. And I just kind of felt like it had run its course. I just didn't feel it was feeding my passion. So I retired from terrestrial radio and kind of started a um, social media business. and. Brent got a hold of me, the fabulous Brent Carey, who I love to pieces, and said, you know, you should do a podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and I said, ah, you know, I don't know. So I, I had started off by doing one called Voices of Vision, which was about other people's passions. And it just fizzled out. I don't know what the deal is, but it seemed like it was almost hard to get guests to come on. And then I stopped doing it. Brent called again and said, Jane, I really think you should do a show about your passion. And I was like, hmm what's my passion? You know, gardening? Now, I don't think we can do a show about gardening. And, you know, I went music, nah, writing, I love to write. And so I went through this whole list and all of a sudden it came to me, I thought, I'm 
fascinated with the afterlife. I'm fascinated with the cultural tra uh, traditions surrounding death. I'm fascinated yeah. with green burials and grief and all of it. Every single aspect of death to me is dinner conversation. So he said, well, write it up. So I write up a show thing for him. And he said, I love it. We don't have anything on the network like that. Let's go. So that's when the show happened. I think it's, what's two, maybe I'm going on three years. Mm. I think it'll be three years in January. Wow, okay. So the show kind of, the show was sort of, it obviously was a catalyst because it opened me up even further to have guests like yourself on. Pam Osley's been a regular. And so I guess it just kind of started bringing more and more of this intuition to the forefront. And then as that was happening, the book kind of was starting to become real. And um, I don't know, just kind of all came together. I, I, I can't explain it now. Now I'm, you know, I've stepped out of my metaphysical spiritual closet and there's no going back you know <laughs> well good because the world needs yeah. you and the world needs your message and the the beautiful take that you have on talking about i lost my dad this year too oh lisa um, i'm so actually, sorry thank you yeah just about a year ago um from right now so and, hard and so hard yeah and um you know he was 82 and he lived he lived a good life mm. and he died a good death too um but i i feel like we used to talk about it he, he and i before he passed because he wanted to talk about it and yeah. and it was hard to, for him to get anyone to listen. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. um, because I think, you know, it's it's like this taboo topic that you know we kind of yeah. push and push under the rug and sh you know, um, yeah. and I and I feel like we need a you know a revolution in this. And I'm I think the work that you're doing with your show and and this beautiful book that you wrote are are sort of essential at transforming our relationship with death. You know, which it seems super important. So thank you for the work. Well, that you're yeah. doing. well, I appreciate that. You're very welcome. It's, mm -hmm. uh, I just feel like it's what I was meant to do my whole life. It just took me 55 years or so to get there. You know, I mean, I'm laughing about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just turned 60 and I just wrote a book. It's like, but I guess it just goes to show you it doesn't matter. Time does not matter. You know, no. we're, we're just here for a, a, just a half a heartbeat you know, get your groove on. You're never too old to do something that has been inside of you, you know, because we all have gifts. And if we don't share our gifts, then what a bummer to, you know, to leave this life as it is and go into the next room and go, ah, oh, man, I coulda, I coulda, woulda, you know? And I think we can use these people who really, I think, recover from the passing of someone, use the opportunity to change. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's a transformational experience. And um, and so I, you know, finding the beauty in it or finding the the meaning in it, allowing it to shape you and transform you as it has for you. I feel like that's that's also special and, and noteworthy and appreciated. And I'm also really curious about some of the messages that your mother brought through, because mm. I, I've, I've heard you say that they were surprising to you and even to Pam, who's spent her life like I have talking to dead people and yet some of the things that come through were surprising what what came through that that you didn't expect boy uh reincarnation like I I know intellectually like yeah I've always thought okay 
we're here and then we you know get as good as we can and then when we cross over we're plugged back in and then we when we come back you know we're kind of learning the lessons maybe we didn't learn and so i was talking to mom and she had talked about uh her energy being in a couple different places as a whole mm-hmm. and and i'm like what and and i thought immediately that i you know I instantly thought, and here's this young woman. I'm I'm raised, you know, super um, uh, Lutheran from the Midwest. You know, people are going to be really upset, but I couldn't, I couldn't take that part out of the book because it's what she was telling me, and so I was kind of surprised by that. And and also too, the at first she was showing Pam um, a lot of soul families and light beings that were not necessarily human Mm. and that it didn't surprise me as much as it like kind of like whoa okay i don't know if i'm ready for this you know i'm i wanted my version of what i had been raised to think of heaven you know clouds and flowers and music and puppies running everywhere and your loved ones and you're having a picnic and and uh i just wasn't ready to grasp the totality of how grand this next phase is. But I am now because that is going to be the next room too. Um, It's necessary, you know, she really wants to write another book. Uh, She said one, maybe even two more, depending on how busy I get. And I can see now, you know, just with getting booked on other shows, I can see what she was talking about. I'm thinking, why would I be busy? Why couldn't I just sit and write? Well, I've, you know, been busy, so. Wow, that's so cool. I mean, I, I feel like, um, you know, it's so hard for us as humans in a in a body to grasp, really understand. I've talked to so many dead people too, and their messages are pretty consistent, but they also sort of say you can't really understand what it's like right. until you get there. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, that's you know, the way she was explaining it is that it's. Uh, it's not even infinity because infinity, it just keeps going. And that all of the teeny tiny fragments, it's like if you smashed a huge picture, you know, glass on the floor and all those little shards and you're like, ah, but when you see it, you see it all come together perfectly, that it all makes sense that you, you know, nothing dies, you know, ants and little starfish and things change form, but once you plug back into it, it's this beautiful, greater awareness of how vast and absolutely stunning it is. And that there are no human words to describe it because many have tried, but we're human. We can't possibly get there and describe how grand it is. So my mother, God bless her, she's doing a great job trying to capture it, but she kept telling me, just speak to the humans, just speak to the humans, talk to the humans. And Pam's like, well, who are you speaking for? And she's like the angelic realm, you know, uh, the, yeah. the greater uh, purpose. But there's there's no possible way for me or anyone to capture what it is. Um, but we can give it a good college try. And that's kind of what the next room is all about, is just me opening up to receive and expand without fear, which was another one of her big messages for me. Cause I, you know, get in my head and I'm like, oh, what will people think? 
He's like, so what? It's not going to be for everyone. And that's okay. Doesn't matter. So that was a, that was a big lesson for me to wrap my arms around because I'm from a big family. There's a lot of Catholicism. There's a lot of guilt uh, and shame. And my mother's like, "Uh uh-uh, don't even, there is no guilt. There is no shame. That is not part of this experience. That's great. Um, Yeah. Were you guys able to to work out any personal stuff or like was there a personal healing? I mean, it seems like you had a beautiful relationship yeah. with your mother all anyway, but what happened on a personal level? If you don't yeah. mind sharing. No, I don't. Um, there were some things that needed to be worked out that I could not put in the book because I didn't want to hurt anyone. Um, and so it was just for me. So, um, and it really did help me in my growth and moving forward with some things that were really upsetting me, um, with people I love. And so she really, she put things in really keen perspective for me. Um, and, and I dance around it, but I, I just didn't, I just didn't want to go there because I, I, um, it's okay. Like it, I'm okay because mom showed me how to heal through it. And so that's all that matters is now I'm whole and happy and complete with these relationships and um, it's all good. I don't need to try to bend anyone. I I don't need to try to educate anyone. I don't need to try to change anyone. I just need to love them the way they are now because they will get it. They will plug back in and have their aha moment but maybe not necessarily on this side. Exactly. That's what's important is I had to release that. Well, I need to, you know, give them an education. And and she's like, no, you know, respect them and allow them to grow at their soul's level of growth because each of us are on a different path. Um, You know, I didn't know this would be my path when I was, you know, playing Led Zeppelin on K-Tide you know, 35 <laughs> years ago, you know, I mean, I was the total rock and roll chick, you know, I, mean, I, was, back, I was backstage with bands and I was on Willie Nelson's bus. And, you know, I mean, I had like the total rock and roll upbringing, I guess. And uh, who to thunk? Cause I made thunk? a, I made a big, hard pivot to the left and I love it. I am so satisfied. I, if someone called and offered me the biggest job on the planet playing music again, I'd say, no, thank you. Mm. Nope. I'm good doing my little podcast here. I'm talking to dead people. Pardon me. <laughs> I love so, it. You yeah. know, and I find, I find that, you know, this is one of the things that people find so healing about working with mediums is that sometimes we, we have better luck resolving our issues with people once they are in the next room, you yes. know, because it kind of, freeze them up from some of the 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 stuck places in them or the places where they can't shift their perspective and um and I've I've done many healing sessions for people where they were just in at loggerheads in when everyone was living and when someone's now on the other side it all of a sudden there's a, a potential for healing yes. at a deeper and deeper level than maybe when absolutely over here absolutely yeah, and you know, good for you for being able to do that. I, I I love a good psychic medium. I'm such a fan, and I've had so many good connections with them in my life. And um, I 
I just think it's such a, it is a true gift that you have. And I know that you can uh, develop it. I know that people can, you know, become more in tune like I am, but like, I have no desire to do what you're doing. I, I, um, I just really respect what you're doing because if it were not for Pamela Osley, my dad was ready to check out, which was his words for dying, you know, after, I mean, they were married 62 years and and it, it wasn't all rainbows and unicorns, but those two, they were like made for one another. They were just you know, they held hands, they were on the dance floor, they traveled, they were just a beautiful, beautiful couple. And uh, through many lifetimes, as now I know, um, but uh, Pam helped my dad in his healing. I mean, he could have went to a grief counselor or his pastor or anything, but he came out here to California and just said, I need to talk to your friend. And I'm like, which friend? He said, you know, the one that does seances. And I laughed. I'm like, oh, you mean my friend Pam. In one call with my friend Pam, the healing was so complete and evident. He knew without a shadow of a doubt that my mother was just, you know, beyond the veil in the next room waiting for him. But my mother also said, you know, get busy living. You're going to be on that side for a long time. And he did. He lived almost eight years past my mom. He was 91 before he he checked out in great health and really added some good years and some growth to his life, you know, because of these conversations. He called it calling mom. Um, (laughs) But my, my dad got this whole thing started. He really opened up the lid because I didn't really understand about the medium side. Um, I knew what a psychic did, but I didn't really understand what a medium did. Huh. I mean, you would think I, I would know, but I, I was like, huh, I'll be darned. They talk to people that have transitioned. That's really powerful. So cool. Yeah. So Jane, how can people get your book and where can they find you if they want to know more about this? Um, you know, you can just go to my website. The fabulous Tony is putting it up there on the screen. It's janeasherrainey.com, or I also have the URL, thenextroombook.com. There it is. Thank you, Tony. I love Tony. Tony's my producer, too, by the way, <laughs> yeah, the next Tony's room, the and he's just like the world's greatest producer. I love Tony. Um, uh, so you can, you can order it from me directly if you want. You will pay a couple extra bucks, but I autograph them, and I send them out with a thank you note. Nice. Um, so you can order it right there on the website. Or you can order it through Amazon, Target, Barnes and Noble, wherever you purchase your favorite books, you will have to order it because it's published on demand. Um, So I don't know how long it takes and all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, you can just go to my website, check it out and get it through there if you want. Or if you want to save a few bucks, do it the other way. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jane. And I hope everybody uh, also catches Jane's radio show, The Next Room, right here on Empower Radio. She's got some fantastic stuff. We'll definitely put a plug in for her show. She's amazing. And and, um, all that all that years of radio comes out so beautifully in the show that you do. So if you want to know more about that, you can check it out right right here on Empower Radio. So thanks, Jane, for being with us today, sharing your story. And I hope your book gets out everywhere because so beautiful and um let's spread the word and so that everyone who uh, needs it and wants it can find it thank you so much lisa i really appreciate it i'm just very grateful that you would have me on your show and i know i get super long-winded and crazy but um 
I just really, really appreciate you having me on today. Oh, it was 100% my pleasure. It's delightful always. And, um, you know, the the people that are on Empower are so wonderful. You know, it's, it's a beautiful community mm, of hosts um, to have. And, and I think we love supporting each other. So I'm I'm thrilled uh, to have you today. And, and, I, and I just wish your book, you and your book, so much. May you may you travel long and far and get to all the people that you need to. Thank you. And thanks all of you guys for tuning in with us today. Um, you can find me at my website, lisacampion.com. I hope you stop by and and uh, and visit. Drop me a line, say hi. I'd love to uh, chat with you. And thanks for being with us right uh, here today on the miracle of healing, where we are saving the planet one person at a time, right here on Empower Radio. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.